I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean unhelmet your favorite racers get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race you're listening to john morrison and megan mitchell and this is the true north racing podcast All right, guys, and welcome back to the new week of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me, as always, our amazing co-host, Megan Mitchell. I, of course, actually, uh, with Megan being off for uh, last week and a bit because uh, uh, she was battling something. I'm going to blame you guys for passing that along to me. I don't even, I don't think I've seen you guys since. It was virtual. <laughs> it was virtual, yeah. It's through the damn computer screen. Because I yesterday, I came down with a head cold on my way to Delaware. I turned kicked around, turned home uh and was bedridden myself all day yesterday got got some terrible and then some really good sleep it was it was really weird <laughs> like throughout the, i was up till three o'clock this morning Jeez. Oh, but like i slept like 10 hours yesterday during the day at one point i think yeah. i don't know i don't i, I probably that's a lie but like, friday night i slept like crap like oh my god but i'm on the men i'm on the up and up Taking some nasty ass Buckleys. But you know what they say about Buckleys, right? Yup. It tastes awful, but it works. Works. And it's funny because, so like, no one in the house here can handle throw up. No, yeah. Like, I I can, I'm a father. I can, I can handle that shit now. I can, I can take care of my business. So yesterday I'm taking Buckley's. I think it was yesterday or Friday night or something. And I'm standing in the kitchen. My back's to everyone else. I hear the hell years. What happens if John throws up? <laughs> like, well, he's going to be cleaning it up. I was like, really? None of y'all are going to help me. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> I'm, apparently I'm on my own. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, like I said, I've been taking the original Buckley's. It started off with a like a nasal congestion on uh, Thursday afternoon, Friday Thursday night, and it really kicked it into gear Friday. And I should have I should have stayed home from work on Friday. That's for certain because mm-hmm. it was just it was one of those weird feelings. Like it was, I don't even know how to f- describe it. Like I felt fine, sounded like fra- sounded like this. Yeah, but my nose was a lot more stuffed up. Like I I don't know, but I still went to work, battled through. Can't, didn't go to Flamborough because Flamborough can't uh, rained out for the second week in a row, and we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Then I was gonna go to Delaware, and then I got you know the head cold really kicked in. I was like, yeah, I'm not going. So I got mm-hmm. fully charged GoPros, ready to go. I'm gonna <laughs> go back on the charger for the week. Well, not for the week, week, but yeah, at least a couple days prior to the weekend. And there, I may go down to Flamborough on Saturday. I want to make some content before the season starts. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, Megan, how's your weekend? Not bad. I mean, it's the first weekend in two weeks that I wasn't like throwing up. So 
That's a plus. That was good. That that made my weekend. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a plus. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, we did see each other two weeks ago. Did we? Yes, because I was down in Niagara shooting with Jay. Then we stopped by your house because someone Mm. decided to drink their Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream. Oh, yeah, that would have been. Because <laughs> that was two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was the Sunday that I got sick. Yeah, we stopped by the Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday you messaged me and you're like, I'm not feeling. I'm like, all right. You was, you take care of yourself. I was like dead. I blame you now. <laughs> it's all your fault. I think we had two totally different, like think so because i wasn't like a head cold thing i was like straight blue yeah horrible i mean all sickness is horrible oh can't stand any of it. <laughs> it it's it is what it is right and unfortunately we all get sick and we're you know we're not even gonna get into that because that's just gonna get too political <laughs> there's gonna be arguments we're not gonna do that we don't want that on this show um so flambro Called practice, and they're now moving back week one of the season. What do you think about that? Now, obviously, I know you guys don't have your cars ready, so you guys are going to take the extra time as needed. I'm not (laughs) complaining. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like that's all we need to have at least another month. Yeah, another, I would say another month for all three of them to be ready. Yeah. But, like, I mean, Rachel's is pretty well done. There's, like, yeah. a little more body work to be done. Chase's is about the same. Then it's just painting them, and then mine needs a lot of bars added. So, you know. It's going to take some time. When, you know, it's, with you guys, you know, you guys moving and, and a lot of stuff, it, it cuts in your into your time. Mm-hmm. Right? So... At least now, it's getting to a point where you guys are gonna have you guys have the space. Mm-hmm. Once the cars are built, the cars are built. The cars are finished. Yeah, exactly. Then it's I mean, just it's been my dad because like I work Monday to Friday. Yep. So it's been my dad. Chase also was working Monday to Friday. Yeah. So it's my dad all week, but Chase has a new job now, and nice. He's not gonna be working this week because he starts his new job next week so that's his plans for the week is to just bang rash on the cars okay so i expect them to be done for next saturday i'm hoping so like at least tell chase tell chase i'm expecting them to be done before next saturday (laughs) he says that his will be ready for opening night so of course his will be because he wants that sunfire back on track that's all he cares about (laughs) like i mean the bumper that was on my car is now on. Is it, so I think it's on Rachel's car or his car. My car does not have a bumper. Why does your car not have a bumper? Because one of them was like totally rotted out and shit. So it's a plastic bumper cover. Oh no, not the bumper cover. Like the oh actual, the actual bumper. Yeah. So like yeah, I have to pull that off of my old road car because it's a G five. So. Thank God you guys have a parts car. <laughs> we'll get there though. Oh yeah. 
painted and stuff it'll be a little more like okay now they're race cars let's go <laughs> yeah exactly i'm i don't know i'm still i'm still on the fence of them pushing back the week um because it mm-hmm. raises some questions especially for someone like not for myself because it's not raising questions for me but it's raising questions in, among some divisions um mm-hmm. like the cvms because we do have a lot of nightly sponsors yeah yeah all right we're not we haven't started the season yet. You're already canceling week one. You're making that a practice night. How does that affect our nightly sponsors? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna give us another night? Are you gonna squeeze us into another show? Are we gonna have to cancel an entire night? Are we just gonna run an eleven night season? Are we like it's one of those things? Yeah. It's like where where are we gonna we got we got questions we need answers to? You know, uh I talked to a couple guys the other day, especially when they canceled it and they said that May 6th is now going to be practice. I, I I even said, so like I'm sponsoring the championship night. Mm-hmm. So I even mentioned, I gave an, I, I didn't give an ultimatum, but I gave an option to say like, if we're that concerned, if, if our first nightly sponsored Riverside heating and air conditioning, if we're that concerned and we're not getting another night, guess what? Cancel me, put in Riverside. Right. There's I, I don't need to be a part. Yeah. Like, I'm a part of the club in a different way. I'm not even a part of the club as Joe Media. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of the club as John Morrison. Yeah. So it to me it's just one of those things that like we got I got I got solutions. But we need to know what the plan is coming from Flambro mm-hmm. so that we can the, the the committee can figure out how we're gonna move some stuff around. Yeah. Cause I wasn't happy when they did that. And I was gonna say, I feel like I've seen a lot of people that aren't happy about it, and I feel like Flambro's catching flack for it. And it's like at one side I feel bad because like I feel like they're just trying to figure it out too. But at 100%. the same time, my other side of it is this happens pretty well every year. Like it's really rainy along around this Hold time. Hold up. Of year. Last year we were we got very, yeah. very lucky. Let's remember yeah. that. Yeah. Let's remember we I we, the CVMs last year, there was no rainouts last year. Mm-hmm. And there was on three occasions, I think, where there should have been a damn rainout. Even 2021, I don't think there was really no. any rainouts. There so, wasn't like, a rainout. Catching. We had caught some like, really good weather the past two years to make up for 2020. Yeah. And I think. Because the only tracks that really ha- get rained out, quote unquote, would be the dirt tracks if it rained at noon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, that's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just I just want to go racing. Yeah, I want like, the season to start. I I was like, I'm not. I, I'm not saying this because like it sounds bad. Like, I, I'm not even gonna say because no. Re- regardless, someone's gonna say, well, you shouldn't be doing that because you got this. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. But man, I'll tell you after. So that way, yeah. you, if you got <laughs> something to say, you can just say it to my face. I don't need any, anyone else listening to the show to. Uh, uh, to shit talk me here uh <laughs> but no they uh 
I got I got to sit down this week. Got to make got to make some tough choices to figure out what the plan is for next weekend. There's two options up in the air. Got to figure out what's going to happen now. Because if it was a race, I was going to go to Flamborough, uh, right. regardless. Now, do I go to make content on Saturday, or do I go do something else? I got like I said, I I'll let you know. I'll tell you afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I'm not telling everyone else. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. Ooh, ooh. Did you see what I posted today on social media? Maybe. We have okay, so the for, oh. you don't check a check it enough, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> so I would like to f- announce that we have two new Jomo Media drivers for 2023 that are joining our list. The okay, first one being the number 39 of Brian Batty, an Oscar modified. He's joining Joe Media this year. Um, Pretty cool deal to be on an Oscar modified. That's our first one. Uh, So, Brian, thank you. Welcome to the team. Uh, I don't even know what to do. Why don't we, yeah, welcome to the list of drivers. Um, And the other one, this one's actually a kind of cool one. It is a super stock at Delaware Speedway. And he's a rookie in 2023. Mr. Cody Wilds. Okay, I did see that. I didn't see it on like Oh, you didn't see that there, one. You didn't see on that one. You didn't on see that website. one because I haven't posted that one yet. Nope. It's on your website though. It is on the website. It is and live I'm on like, the website. Huh. I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> I we need to have like weekly meetings like or something. <laughs> Staff meetings. <laughs> staff meetings every Thursday night. Staff meeting. <laughs> I just need to get. I, I, mean, I this week I've been terrible. I don't know what it is. Like, there's times I look at my. I I I feel like I'm too like overworked right now. Yeah. Like I, but I feel like I've done nothing. Right. Like I don't know if that makes any sense. Like I feel like I've worked every single night this past week, mm-hmm. and I may have gotten five things done out of like twenty. Yeah. So like I I don't know where I don't know what's going on. Like I'm like I'm supposed to te- I'm supposed to message Rachel every Monday to confirm who I have coming on so she can have a few days which by the way Rachel you're killing it on the designs when I finally send you a picture to uh to for the video thumbnails you're kicking ass you're doing great I love them. Anyone who can tell mine compared to hers, you can tell why we outsource it. Because mine is just a simple design. Meg or Rachel goes all out, does great work. Uh, actually, she's hosting a hero card giveaway. Correct? A free design? Is that it? Yes. All right. You want to talk about that real quick? If you have access to it. Yes. So I believe she's closing at May twelfth. Um, we this is the first time we've really done a giveaway like this, so we're still trying to like figure it out. But I think what we're doing now is if you like the page, like the original, well, we're keeping track of like shares too, so like, yeah, like the ones that you've shared and stuff. If you like the post, like the page, comment, and share it, that's four entries. For a so hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So if you like 
comment, share, and follow you. You you get four entries. Four entries. Yeah. So like, if you were to like and comment, that's two. But you can and only it, comment like once. Yeah, yeah. So one comment. Yeah, max of four entries. Wow. So, yeah. So we're doing guys. If you're not getting in on this, <laughs> anyone who's looking for hero cards in 2023, get get over to Graphing Design Studio on Facebook right now. Like I might be biased, but she does a lot of good work. Like I mean, I I watch her, and the way she puts in the work for this, and like she. She will sit there and she will tweak these hero cards until they are exactly what you want. Like, she'll send it to you. You tell her, hey, I yep. like this, but I don't like this. Could you try this? And she will keep going until you are fully satisfied. Yep. So you get a free hero card design. She sends you the file um, so that you can have it printed wherever you prefer. We push Georgetown Printing. Oh, we push Georgetown Printing here because <laughs> they're they're the official pr printing sponsor or pr printing partner of Joe Media Promotions. So, mm -hmm. guys, there's two great companies that support motorsports: Graphing Design Studio, Georgetown Printing. Graphing is Rachel Mitchell. She's the a rookie driver in the Pure Stock. She's she's in racing. Mm -hmm. She will be racing. Yeah. And of course, Georgetown Printing. John's been in racing for thirty plus years. He's really cool. It, yeah. I love John. Oh yeah, he's awesome. I'm sure I need actually him and I, he he messaged me yesterday. I got to do some work tonight and throughout the week for Solo Speedway. So <laughs> got a lot to catch up on. But yeah, guys, there's it's it's a great deal going on over at Graphic Design Studio. Check him out on Facebook. We're gonna have a link in the description below on YouTube and in the spotify and all the uh podcasting channels there will be uh the link to graphing design so plus our posts on our website it'll link it right to the page you guys can find the post there like share subscribe or like share comment follow that's four entries you have a four i don't even know what the odds are i really don't <laughs> but you you guys have an opportunity to get a free design How like I boggles my mind. This needs to get out more. Anyways, that's gonna get posted tomorrow on more again on uh Joe Media Promotions Facebook page. Actually talking about Monday, not not Wednesday. Hell, we'll do it on Wednesday as well. So uh uh that's that's awesome. I love that. Um I think we're gonna let's get into this week's conversation with Sean McGlynn and then we'll wrap it up after. <laughs> All right, guys, this week on the Shooter North Racing Podcast. We're uh we'll, before we get into our conversation this week. With Sean McGlynn, we're, we're going to have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Vision 20 Studios. You're diving into Vision 20 Editing. New company with their services providing video editing to get your video perfect in exactly the way you guys are looking for. They also do audio mastering where they're going to take your audio into crisp and clear. They're bringing your vision to life. That is right at Vision 20 Editing. We want to make sure that your vision comes to life in the way you want it. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Vision 20 Studios. Now let's get back to the True North Racing Podcast. I think that was the quickest Sandra had ever responded back to us there. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Anyways, guys, welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast. Uh, this week, joining, I, I realize I'm going into, the, into our opening segment there. But we are not right now. We got our guests joining us first. We got Sean McGlynn. Sean, man, how are you? 
Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Uh, how's your offseason been going? Uh, it's good. It's nice to get a break, but I'm kind of itching to get back on the track. I I think all drivers are uh, are itching to get back onto the track here. Megan, can you can you agree with that as well? I can agree with that. <laughs> um, obviously, with the rain out this past weekend, it was uh, it was tough to get even to get excited because that's two weekends in a row now we've had rain, and we're hoping that's not the storyline going into the season. Uh, but man, we're I'm excited to have Sean on. Uh, I've been watching your race for the past little bit. Um whether it be in the in the pro lates seeing you in the oss as well um you've been a guy i've been having on my radar to come on the show for quite some time and i'm glad we've been able to uh set this up and uh i'm like i said i'm excited to have you on well it's good to be here i haven't been much of a uh factor in the last few years where when we switched to a late model with a bump stop car i just haven't had the car dialed in so mostly just been doing laps trying to figure stuff out but i think at the end of the year last year we got mccall to set us up with a, a new car and and uh, a good starting point on the chassis so the car was fast and i just had other issues that weren't uh weren't in line I had an engine blow up and i had some brake issues but we got all that looked after now so i think we'll start the year fresh and get some testing done and we'll be on top of things and this could be a return to running back at the front again which uh I've, I've missed <laughs> absolutely and with this season um i usually save this question for the end but you kind of walked me right into this what are your plans for the 2023 season well we're gonna run the apc series the full schedule and then uh my buddy stimpy's got a pro late that we race number 11 car a yellow and black one that we run at at flamborough or peterborough or special events sunset stuff like that so uh, we might take that to the events outside of the of the APC series and get a few more laps, maybe race for some money. But it's a pretty old car, so we're doing that for for fun on a low budget. And uh, as far as the APC series goes, we've got a, a fairly new McCall car, and then I've got a a Dave White uh, performance car coming out. It's brand new and it's just about finished. So. We're going to have two decent cars to compete in the APC series with. So if anything, everything goes well and they get them dialed in, um, you might see my brother in one of the APC races because Chad's been running the Sportsman Series for years and he's winning a lot of races there and running well. So I'd like to see him uh, running a late model and I want to compete against him again because it's been a few years. This has been probably one of the best uh brother duos i've have gotten lucky enough to be able to watch because when you guys race you guys are are really tough competitors i i, I will say that um i think i i hate to bring this up because it was it but it was such a, it was such a good scene though i in my opinion i think it was uh was it 2020 which one of you? Which one of you guys got up on the wall in? Was it twenty twenty oh, or tw Chad? Yeah, Chad yeah. got up on the wall in his sportsman car at Flamborough. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which, he got which, up on the wall, right, right, slid into turn one, uh, ended up in the corner, or stopped up on the wall on his door, and had to climb out. So that was pretty scary. And I, I still say, like Megan, you're. I, I feel like you're can you're gonna be able to chime in on this one, um, Sean. You, you stopped your car pretty quick. And I think you were even the first one 
to get to him to check on him. Uh, if if I'm not mistaken, uh, because he went for a wild ride. Let's be honest. That uh, it was a anything hard at Flamborough is pretty scary. But what what were your emotions kind of feeling like when when you saw that? Yeah, well, I didn't actually see it happen. I think he was right behind me when he did when he went into the wall, and um, I was racing the, his backup car just for a one off thing for that season. So. By the time I found out on the radio that he was in in the wreck, I was coming around, I guess, for the second time and saw him up on the wall. And it was pretty scary because, yeah, like uh, these cars are pretty safe, but uh, they're not built to be upside down or on their side. So you never know what's going to happen. And if fuel is leaking out or a fire starts or something, that's my biggest fear. So I was just worried. I wanted to make sure he got out of the car safe before something bad happened. But I was pretty sure he'd be okay. When I got to the car, he, he said he was okay. So. I just backed off and let the safety crew take care of him. Yeah. I, I remember seeing you jump out of the car and just run over there. I'm like, that's a good, that's a good brother right there to, to go check on him. Well, it's pretty emotional. Oh so, yeah. You know, you love your brother. So don't want to see anything happen to him or anybody else out there for that matter. But yeah, it's pretty close to home when it's family. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure Megan, you, you'd probably do the same thing. eh? Yeah, that's, that's my biggest fear with racing with my siblings. I don't want to have to do that, but you know. uh, it's in the past now, though. It's just a just a racing incident. Exactly. I, I've been lucky. I've never been up on my on my roof or anything. So all better. It's, uh, it's Knock on wood. I'm, there. I'm happy to have had a, uh, avoided, but you never know when that can happen. I've been into the wall hard, but never never upside down. So that's some. Some guys out there, they've done it. They've been there, and I'm, I imagine it was pretty scary at the time. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. <laughs> no, absolutely. But uh, we want to get to know more about you. Obviously, that's what our whole show's about. We want to know more about the driver, kind of unhelmet uh, the drivers, per se, so that we get to know a little bit more about them. Because, you know, we, I feel like we don't – no one talks about drivers a lot anymore, and it's all about the tracks and stuff like that. Um, so, Sean – where how did you get started in racing take us all the way back to the beginning here okay well i'm uh probably one of the oldest drivers in the in the apc series i was born in 69 so uh i started off uh going to the track with my dad in the 80s and he raced and i think in 69 it was his first oval track race he ran at flamborough and he won that season so that was pretty cool um i was just a baby or like a few months old at the time so obviously i don't remember it but um that's what i hear unless he's telling stories but <laughs> that team picture so he's he's got a lot of checkered flags from back in the early 70s and then it got too expensive for him with my me being a baby and my my sister was born and a couple of kids chad wasn't born yet but i think he was on the way and my dad figured it was just too much takes too much time too much money so he got out of it for a couple of years and then when he uh was approached by a, a guy named bob vale who incidentally his son races a truck at full throttle motor speedway you know um bob came to him and said we're we're racing a ford and uh i think he was running a an old cougar like a 69 cougar or something at the time and in, in like the street stalker class and i think he asked my dad if he was it would help him out with an engine or something and Long story short, they ended up with a 69 Mustang and went out and won a whole bunch of races around Flamborough and Sobel and, and Varney at the time, full full throttle motor speedway. And um, 
then uh, I was just, that was late early eighties, I guess. So I was like 10, 11, 12, whatever. And uh, I started learning the ropes a little bit and kind of got the bug for it and was hoping when I turned 16 that I'd get in a car. So um, after a few years of Bob racing the car, Ken McElroy started to drive for us. And uh, I guess that was like mid eighties. Kenny was winning a lot of races and I think he was racing against guys like Andy Schmidt and Ron Lipsky and uh, Pete Shepard, not Petey the third, but the second Petey the second. (laughs) So um, they, they ran a lot of races against each other and it was pretty good competition back then. They were running at the front and, um, I was just dying to get in a car and I was about 16 around there. And my dad said, well, you, you're going to get in the car next year. We're going to build a new one for Ken and you're going to get the old one. And it was no sooner he said that than Ken got into the wall uh, at uh, Saddle Speedway and destroyed the car. So the new car became the only car <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to drive then for a couple more years. So then I think what happened Ken ended up uh, wanting to spend more time with the family or something like that. So he wasn't going to drive for us. And I was 18 and dad said, well, it looks like uh, Ken's not driving. And by that time we had another new car coming. So we, well, new to us or back then you built them yourselves. They were just street cars ripped apart and little modification done to them. So um, the newest car at the time was gonna, was an actual frame built race car like a two by three frame it wasn't a stock car like we used to have and it was a uh, uh i think the old car at the time was a ford granada so um my dad said you want which car do you want to drive this summer and i took the old one because i thought well if i'm going to smash one up or learn to drive i better do it in the junky one so i took the granada out and i started racing at flamborough that was in 1987 and few races in i ended up getting a heat heat race win and that was really exciting that pumped me right up and uh then i think we ran that car that year and then the next year i got the newer car which was a real race car and like a a, a purpose-built race car i mean yeah and uh raced that for a couple of years and then i started getting tired of the short uh saturday night races they were having at flamborough because it's I think there were 30 lap features and it's over so quick. It was, it was fun, but if you got a flat, they didn't have a pit entry back then. Yeah. You had to open the gate to get into the pits and you couldn't change a tire during the race. So if you got a flat on lap two, you were sitting watching, you didn't get many laps that night. So at the time, Cascar was growing and was really getting big and it was on TSN. And I said to my dad, why don't we, why don't we get a Cascar? And not knowing the value of money back then. My dad's like shaking his head going, oh my God, like what's this guy thinking? (laughs) But uh, a little while later, my dad takes me to London and we end up buying one of Mo Berner's uh, cast car cars. And um, we took it back to to the shop and I think we put a Ford body on it. And the next year we were racing cast cars. So I think that was 1991. And we raced cast car for ran the super series traveled around ontario even went out to calgary and raced out there i got to start on the pole on in calgary at race city speedway for a 300 lapper that one that one i was driving dave mathers uh ford thunderbird 
Um, Dave Mathers was the Motion Link and Mercury Ford dealer in London. He's he's pretty well known for that. I think he was running St. Thomas Dragway for a few years too. And anyway, Dave was a great guy. He let me drive his drive his car. And Paul was his oldest son. He drove the other car, so I got to race against Paul. So that was fun. Um, then when we came back to Ontario, I was still racing my cars for a few years and, um, just kind of kept racing cast car till about uh, 98, I think. And then I took maybe two years off from racing and then got back into, into the cast car sportsman, which was like, uh, it's the same as the Ontario sportsman series is now basically. Okay. Um, so we ran that for a few years and then stumbled on some setup things that made the car like pretty much unstoppable and uh we won a few championships and a lot of races and um then uh i think in about 2014 uh dave wood from kitchener was a meineke car care owner he came to me and said uh we're running a late model we're wondering if you want to drive it at flamborough so I showed up to the track one night at the end of the season, raced their car. I think we finished fifth or sixth. And um, he was pretty happy. He said, what about racing next year? They're going to start an APC series. You want to race my car? And I was like, man, this sounds pretty awesome. So we went at it and ran for four or five years together. And actually, we, we had some good seasons together. We, we had, a, I think, 2019. I think we had, like, a whole bunch of top tens and, couple of top fives and we finished yeah. in the top 10 in points had a good good year but then uh after dave and i parted ways um i just didn't get any better and the other cars did and um i thought after a few years man it's time to get an updated car we need something newer to compete at the front again so uh a year ago i bought a, a newer a brand new mccall car and that that thing's a rocket so um we should be we should be running at the front now. <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Like, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know the. Ex- I knew you've raced for a long time, uh, but I obviously didn't know the extent of it. So hearing that you rose up through the ranks, and I love how you even said, you know, that you went to your dad and was like, "Let's go run Cascar," and you know, just like all of us, we all have that dream of wanting to run um, a specific series, I guess you could say, or just a, a Canadian series. Uh, and of course you stumble across cast car and you're like, let's go run that as you know, your mindset was like, yeah, we can do this. And your dad was probably like, no, the hell we can't. You guys were still able to get that. So I, I think that is cool that you have, you know, you, you were, it's what racing, you almost live the racing dream. In my opinion, you raced your way up through the ranks. You got into a, uh, into the, into the, biggest national level motorsports in Canada when in Cascar and, and race that for what about seven, eight years ish? Uh well from ninety one to ninety eight. So, yeah. And then, then in the two thousands. Yeah. In the two thousands I ran a few races with Jim Bray's team and yeah I, I raced at the like I got to race. I did live the dream. I, I got to race at the Toronto and Indy and Jill Villeneuve circuit in Montreal. Oh these are tracks that and I, at the time i was like road course racing no interest then yeah. i got to drive it and once i was on the track and most port man it was like this is like this is so much fun to jam the gears and go up and down 
down through the gears, uh, locking the wheels up. And, oh, my God, it was it was just amazing, amazing experience. Had a lot of fun. Now, that's the thing is I've, I've never been a fan of road courses uh, as well. But, like, Circus Gis Villeneuve, love it. I'm sorry, but the the Pinty like the Canadian Tire series at the time, the Bush series, they put on a hell of a uh, of a show as Circus oh, yeah. Villeneuve. Um some some of the greatest finishes I believe in in Canadian Tire history have happened at that track. Same with Trois Rivières. Um but you know, it's it, it's great to hear that you, you know, you had no interest in road course racing, you got to try and you're like this is awesome. And yeah. as it, a driver it's amazing. <laughs> as as an as a spectator, sometimes it can be look a little weird, but again, we don't always see what you guys are seeing behind the wheel. Yeah, for sure, it's like, it's a big difference. Like the the crew, they're sitting watching you go zinging by for like yep. two seconds, so it's not much fun for the team. But man, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's it's as much or more fun than than racing on an oval. But I still as much fun as I had doing it because I don't have as much experience in it. It's, I don't feel like I would be as competitive there. So I still yeah. have a love for oval track asphalt racing. That's where I want to be. I don't have a dirt track interest and I'd like to try it someday, but it's not my thing. I just, I love what I do. And the late models, the reason I went to that division is because we were winning all kinds of races in the, the Ontario sportsman series. And I wanted a, I wanted more of a challenge and I certainly got it. So this uh, AP series, APC series has drivers that are like some serious top-notch drivers. And I watch a lot of racing, late model racing down south and um, all through the United States, California, all over. And all that racing is like primo to watch. It's competitive. And when you look at the, the events we have here with our class of drivers and the cars and the quality of the cars and the money that's spent and there's there's talent here in Canada and um, GeForce TV puts it on like like no other. It's just like watching a race on TSN. Like they do a, a phenomenal job. So um, this this racing in Ontario is is just as good as anything you're gonna do down south. Well, it's funny how you mentioned how like GeForce, you know, it it it, it brings a lot to it. It's it's kind of funny because like GeForce, a, a lot of times the same guys who also do. Uh, the Pinty's broadcast as well, right? With uh, especially like the live with uh, Adam Ross doing the crossover and stuff like that with the announcing. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. G Force brings a level of I, I don't even know how to put it. They bring another level of excitement to short track racing in Ontario, and it's evident because I am so thankful that I live in Branson. Okay, I yeah. am so thankful that Rogers TV and G force both have joined racetracks as you know, obviously G force was already with Oshwegan, uh, but to, to come on board to broadcast those races and give us a full analysis of the tracks, because now I can sit in Brampton. I don't even have to travel that far on a Friday night. Cause Oshwegan is more doable for me compared to Delaware. I'd have to still leave like early from work, but yeah it's great the content that they are putting out for us and yeah, that there's people in Australia and in, in Europe and stuff who are probably watching these shows going, man, man, those, those are some really good racers in Canada. Yeah, no doubt. And yeah, it's great quality racing. 
and it's great when our guys can go south too and and, and put on a good show. Yeah, and you know what? I think you're going to see because of the money they pay down there and the prestige for these big races like the Snowball Derby and stuff like going to Speed Week, it doesn't pay anything, but it's fun to go down and race, you know, six nights in a row. Um, I think that what what we're seeing with the APC series, there's so many like top-notch drivers and great equipment. I think you're going to start seeing more guys travel down south and you're going to see them running in the front too because they're, there's like our top running guys here are no slouch. They're, they're capable of running with the best of them down there. So yeah, hopefully we see more of our guys taking trips down there. And we've already seen that with, uh, you know, Dave white from, De- from white motorsports. there taking train Lapsovich down in, in the pro late uh, a couple years ago to run the snowflake. And then uh, uh, who else? He Brandon, took, uh, Watson. Brandon Watson in the, in the super late race. And, Last year he went down with uh Glenn Styers. Yeah. I don't think they took a super late down last year, did they? No, it was a pro late. It was just the pro late with Glenn Styers, right? I think so, yeah. And yeah. then like McCall's taken guys down there over the years and they, they've run well. Like I think I'm not sure. I think uh Brandon Watson ran McCall car down there and, and ran really well too. So yeah, there's there's you can see our guys are no slouch and you start putting the numbers together, they're going to a track you've never been to before and they're running decent. So you start putting a few more guys together and getting a little more research and you know, some teamwork sharing some information, what they learned the last time they were there, or if they can be lucky enough to get down and get some test time ahead of time. We'll we'll have some Canadian guys running at the front. Like the what's the guy's name from out east? Um uh Cole Butcher. Yeah, Cole Butcher. He's he's running great he's a front running oh, guy yeah. he's a Canadian. so it's nice to see some canadian uh faces down there running well and i think you're going to see some more ontario guys running down there yeah it'd, it'd be nice to see like a nice contingency of canadian cars like especially ontario because i find we don't not a lot of guys go down each year but we like you said we have some guys who have great great programs but i think it's also trying to get the funding for those programs to because again we run six months of a year if that we're, we're lucky yeah. to um, whereas down in the States, they, they can go for 10, 11 months, even they hell even Florida, they can go all year round. There's no question. Yeah. Um, But for us guys up here, it's just trying to get that funding to go. Well, like a, a lot of our top running APC guys, they own their cars. They own a business. Yeah. They're, they're paying the shot or if they're not, they have a sponsor that's helping out, but they're, they're capable of doing it on their own wallet anyway. So yeah, I think uh, it, what I'd love to see is a, like get, three or four teams together to say okay let's all go down to this event and work together and see if we can head down there like a couple weeks in advance or whatever and get get some laps some practice laps get the cars dialed in and then come race day we all share some information we can work as a group group and and uh, maybe show the way yeah it'd be it'd be cool to see uh, a white motorsports and uh mike mccall you know take you said take three or four cars whatever go down there and find out what you can and, and and have some fun. And that's the whole, that's the whole thing is try to have some fun and, and show that show everyone else that what us Canadians can do as race car drivers. Yeah, for sure. Um, With that being said, you know, we we're talking about, I, I hate it. Like we're just kind of jumping around everywhere right now, but uh, it's just one of those things that we, we get on a topic and it's just fun to talk about. Uh, With that being said, moving forward, uh, you know what? What what are some things you're looking forward to this year in the APC series? Well, this year I I 
I'm going to put an effort in like I did like 10 years ago when we were running strong. It takes, it takes preparation and it takes uh, testing time and you really have to dedicate yourself to, to run at the front. And I haven't been doing that the last few years. I kind of show up just last minute and, and hope for the best or, you know, even when we tested, we weren't prepared or didn't try enough things or whatever, but now I got a, I got newer equipment. So the equipment is, uh, taking away the excuse. So we sh- if I put the time in, we'll have fast cars. So, um, my plans this year are to get a win in the APC series and run at the front. So if we can, if we can accomplish running in the top five for a few races and, and have some strong finishes like that, that'll, that'll be a step in the right direction. And then maybe we can grow from there. That's awesome. Uh, you were talking about with the challenges that, you know, you, with the, with the Ontario sportsman series, you, you kind of said it yourself there that you were, uh, you guys, you guys were very dominant and it wasn't very much of a challenge, which is why you moved over to the APC series or to run late models in general. What's been the biggest noticeable change that you found running the, from the OSS to running a late model? Well, in, in the APC series specifically, there's so many cars that are capable of winning. When, when I ran the OSS, there were probably four guys did all the winning. So you only had three other cars to compete with really like, um, you try not to crash and and beat three fast cars really so now i mean there are legitimately 20 guys that could win a race in the apc series that's a lot of competition oh, yeah. so you can be the fastest car out there and you're not necessarily getting the win that night because like there's so much attrition cars getting into each other and they race so aggressive from like lap one to lap 100 so you, you can be the fastest car out there and get spun out on lap two like there's just just so much aggression and nobody gives an inch so you know it's it's competitive it's exciting it's uh it's something to watch and and it's really something to be a part of yeah and that's one of the cool things about the series is like it 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 and on any given night if you're if you're a good car and you can start near the front you're going to be obviously you put yourself in a really good position but yeah, it helps to start at the front for sure. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Uh, they don't do uh, like a pill draw anymore to invert the top 10, do they? I think they invert a few. I'm pretty sure they've still been in- inverting. I haven't been in the top five for so long. I don't, I don't know what they're doing now. <laughs> Hopefully we'll find out this year. Uh Yeah, it's I, I can't remember. I, again, it's been I never I always I, I'm usually at the track when the APC races are going on. Yeah. So I can never remember. And I, and of course, when I get home, I start watching. I skip all the way to the feature races. I don't, <laughs> they, they cover qualifying and everything. I was like, just let me get to the, to the race. I just want to watch the hundred laps. Uh, I like watching the qualifying too, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> the excitement's in the race. And I think they, they, what they're doing is something to do with the points. If you're, if say you're leading the points, then I think you start 10th in the race or something like that. So regardless of where you qualify even if you're fastest qualifier i think you still end up 10th but i I don't know for sure we'll see yeah i'm Mm -hmm. I'm, it's gonna be a great season honestly it's got what 10 10 races yeah and there's uh there's some new guys in the series too like new pro late guys and they're, they're bringing in good equipment too so we might have some surprise winners this year i i'm I'm always looking forward to the one at at Peterborough. 
Yeah, that one's exciting. It, it's such a tough little track, and it's got a lot of character, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure it does. It's a it's a hard track to drive. Like you 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 have to know the track, or or you got to be a pretty versatile driver to to be able to get out of those corners without spinning the tires, and and you really pile it in there hard. So there's no there's no backing the corner up and easing it in, and it's it's all out racing at that track. If you try to back up the corner, you're getting spun out. <laughs> so with the changes to the laps for the 2023 season, which event is it that you're looking forward to running? Um, I always like the long races, but um, so in one way, I'm looking forward to the, to we're running what, a 200 lap race at Delaware? Yep. So that's going to be great because that's back like we ran 300 lap races when we ran Cascar. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, but on the on the other hand, I'm 53 or four years old, whatever I'm, and the the race the long races are a little a little hard to keep up at the end. I think my body can't take it. I might have to hit the gym pretty hard this year. <laughs> that's always the I, I, that's the one thing I've been begging for recently. Like the hundred laps are cool and all. Do not get me wrong, but we know these cars, these motors and everything can all last a hundred laps. Yeah. You know, we know they can last a hundred laps, one straight shot. We know that I miss the, you know, when it was the great Canadian 300, when the, when the late malls were running 300 laps there, if I'm not mistaken, you know, I, we were, I was a part of, well, I wasn't a part of the team at that year, but uh, in 2008, when David Elliott finished second to Ron Sheridan um, in in the race, it just, I miss the long races like that. It, 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 if you want a prestigious event, you make it a prestigious event. And I think that's what APC did this year. The United Racing Series did this year with that, with that class. And adding 100 laps, I think, is a step in the right direction. It should make some, for, for some really good racing. And obviously some, it's going to put some pitch strategy into you guys' minds, right? Yeah, it's, I think it was a great move too because, like you said, the the, the long races make it so unique. It's going to bring a lot of fans out and a, a lot of interest. And one thing that's great about those long races is the tire fall off. So you see a car that's dominating early in the race, and maybe he had a little too much camber in the car, and he's burning off the inside edge. And by the end, he's running fifteenth. So it's it's pretty cool to see how the drivers can adapt to the tire fall off and how the setup guys can get their cars uh, to be there at the end. So it's going to add a lot of strategy and a lot of excitement and a lot of drama to the end of the race, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, do you think the you guys are going to get an extra set of tires or right side tires? Or do you guys... I didn't look into it. We're, we're probably, like our tires will go 200 laps, but they'll probably be pretty shot by the end. But um, No tires you know, then, just let, it, let them go. <laughs> Let's just let's You'll just make us, stay, make us stay on the same tires we start the race. I'd I'd like to see that because at the end then it's it's gonna be the guy that that you know just stayed on the lead lap with a really fast car but wasn't pushing it. Yep. Um, he'll be the guy again that probably just destroys the competition. You gotta be there at the end of the two hundred. That's all you gotta be, right? Yep. Um I would think okay, so I know. We we like I said we don't want to take too much of your of your time tonight, so we're gonna jump into our fan question period tonight. Where uh, as you saw earlier today, we put it on social media that you're joining us, and we got a couple questions for you. you. Ready to answer them? Sure. 
All right, Megan, take it away. William underscore Trillium asked, what is your favorite car to race? Um, Like at this point, I think the Prolate's my favorite. It, it was fun to take a car down to New Smyrna with a super late motor in it. So basically the same car I'm racing in the APC series, but with another 200 horsepower. That was that was pretty much the most exciting in the states they call those a super late model here here we we don't really have them in Ontario we have uh, Oscar outlaws they that's a similar car but not with the uh, ABC body that the outlaws have the outlaw body on them so pretty much like an Oscar super late that that's that's what I ran in Florida and that was fun to have that kind of power under my seat. Um, but I also ran, uh, pro fours at Flamborough for, uh, the Hodgkinson family. And they, they had a whole bunch of those cars and I got to drive three or four of them and they were not very much power, but the power to weight ratio was good. And the, the tires they had on them were, I think an eight inch wide slick and they gripped pretty good. So that was a lot of fun to drive too. It was, it was pretty exciting. It's like handled kind of like a go-kart. So if I can get my APC car to handle like that this year, that's that'd be nice because it's fun to drive and you get a lot of corner speed. So, but I I love the APC car just because they're, you know, they're a handful to drive, but yet they're they're the competition is like fierce, and I just want to be where there's a lot of competition, and there's no place like that in a, except for the APC series in Ontario. I don't think so. That's where I just I, I want to drive where it's tough to win. Mm -hmm. And Cam K. Harris said, I'd love to hear about his time in the OSS as the runner-up in the most championships and wins. Oh, um, well, I think my first win, my first championship uh, was in 06 when it was still Cascar. It was the last year of the Cascar Sportsman Series, and uh, we were racing at Kawartha Speedway in it was the final race of the year and I think I was in second in points and I had to lead the most laps and win the race to to take the championship away from Verhoeven and uh, we ended up doing it that day and I uh, actually I think I had the lead in the beginning and then I lost the lead and they were pulling away on me the first and second car and I thought well I guess that's our championship gone but you, you know I never gave up as a driver to I always want to you know, you always hope for somebody having attrition ahead of you or you just don't give up. And all of a sudden I noticed that they started to slow down and late in the race or about midpoint in the race, I ended up taking the lead back and I uh, won that race and won the championship. And that was like a highlight because that was my first championship. So um, that started off uh, the ball rolling. Then we started winning championships every couple of years we won. Uh, the sportsman series championship for a few years and it, that's 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 nice nice to have those championships under your belt and and the wins we had and dominance we had and the competition we had against uh steve robley i think was one of our top competitors at the time we had a lot of fierce battles and um anyway that's yeah it was it was a lot of fun to get those championships mm -hmm. No one ever says anything bad about winning a championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> uh, Sean, thank you for answering those questions. Uh, for anyone, uh, make sure you guys stay tuned. 
every Sunday to find out who's going to be our next guest on the program. And then you guys can submit your questions uh, right there on our posts up on social media. So stay tuned to uh, Joe Media on Facebook, Instagram to find out who our next week's uh, guest will be. Uh, as we move through the show here, like I said, we want to, we're not, we're not trying to kick you off here, but I know you're a busy man tonight, so we don't want to hold you up too much longer. We're going to give you the next couple of minutes here to thank anyone from your first dog when you were two years old to your grandma to uh, your best friend who was your second cousin twice removed. Uh, any person, anyone you want to thank any sponsors, you guys, you have the floor for the next like two minutes to rattle them off and thank them all. Okay. Well, uh, most recently we've had precision resources, metal refinishing in Cambridge and Latham manufacturing, uh, in Cambridge, they've been helping us out. They, they throw a little money our way every year and it's, uh, it's appreciated. They, they cover us, uh, a drum of fuel and a set of tires. So that's uh, nice to help, help us, uh, get things rolling. And then I got to thank my dad for all the years of help. He's still building my brother's engines and maintaining the cars and he was just at the track with with chad helping him out at delaware on saturday and uh my brother's been there whenever i need him he comes out and helps out and that's that's uh gotta thank him for that and uh yeah other than that i guess it's pretty much you just uh you gotta put a whole lot of work into making a car run at the front and it takes a lot of dedication and time and uh thanks to all the people i've uh I've put put to the side and sacrificed family time for t- to go to the races uh, instead, and I appreciate I appreciate them letting me uh, do what I love and not begrudging me for it. All right, that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. Uh, I do want to get you back on when we have a little bit more time to really dive in uh, to a lot more about your because you got an exciting history. Uh, and we learned a lot about it tonight really briefly, but I got to get you back on maybe ne- next off season. We'll talk again. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully we run good enough this season. You'll want to talk to me in the mid season. Exactly. <laughs> you never know. I got a, my schedule's booked till July right now. So like, who knows where, where we'll be by August. So you, if you ever want to come back on, you're more than welcome to shoot me a message and be like, Hey, if you don't have anyone this week, let me know. I'll come on. All right. Yeah, sure. And I gotta, I gotta thank Stimpy. He's, He's put a lot of work in there uh, on our race cars and keeping me keeping me on the track and there every week with, when I didn't have time and I was working, didn't have time to get the car ready. Stimpy's out there in the shop getting it done and a few more of our guys, Jeff and Murray and Jason and Tyler. And the, the, There's been help over the years. I got to thank all those pit crew guys that stuck by me for those years. Jay and the rest of the gang. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh well, Sean, thank you so much again for joining us this week on the Trino Thursday podcast. It's been a blast having you. Uh, go enjoy the rest of your night, man. All right. All right, Anna. Thanks for what you're doing. It's good. It's promoting racing. Anything that does that, so you got. I got your back. So awesome. That's good to hear. Well, thank you so much, yeah. man, for taking some time tonight. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll catch you later. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye. And we're back from our conversation with Sean McGlynn. Of course, we want to thank Sean for joining us this week, as we do all our guests, because you know, without them, we don't have a show. To be fair, we do have a show. <laughs> I was gonna say we we could. <laughs> we would have a, a very messed up kind of show, but we have a show nonetheless. Might not be racing related for half. Maybe of it. not racing related, but, but it You wanna hear about chickens and ducks and stuff? <laughs> we can't talk about that here. 
That's a that's an X-rated. That's a different name. That's a different entity. That's not even related to us at all. If I was to talk about that, oh my god, that I couldn't believe your guys' faces when I brought that up. <laughs> like realistically, okay, let's be honest here. You've known me now for two over two years. Yeah. First of all, it's it's I'm surprised you still have put up with my ass for two years. <laughs> I stay for Jacqueline. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm kidding. I love you. Fair both. enough. I know Jacqueline's the better one of the two of us. I completely understand. <laughs> Trust me, everyone loves her. They don't love me. I get it. I love you both. <laughs> she she's more tolerable than me. I get it. <laughs> Because if I go off the rails, there's no holding back. Oh boy! But um, yeah, we definitely we'd have a show, just not racing related and different entity altogether. Yeah. And that one, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Jacqueline keeps telling me she wants to do a a haunted podcast. I do that. Yeah, I figured you would. I'd be scared, but. <laughs> Like a like a serial killer in Canada kind of thing. Okay, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like uh ooh, ooh, did I tell you where we went the other week? No, I guess I didn't. Screaming tunnel. <laughs> oh. I found we found the screaming tunnel the other the other week. Hmm. So do you know the history of it or no? Not a lot. Okay, so there's like three different stories, but they all end up the same way essentially. Right. Is that there's a tunnel? It's literally just off the QEW, heading towards Niagara. It's like okay. you know, you know the outlet mall, yeah, the, well in there, or well in that okay. Saint whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So as you go, you got that runoff to go to the other highway that takes you to the Queenston Lewiston Bridge, right? And if you go past that and you go around the QEW, you kind of go around a bend, right? Mm-hmm. Off in the corner. On on a side street up there, there is a tunnel. In that tunnel, back in the 1800s, I believe it was, there was a little girl who, again, this is where three different stories combined, they all come in the same way, is that in that tunnel is where she perished. And she burned alive. So one of the stories is that her... Uh, her dad or her stepfather, something like that, uh, set her ablaze, or she was involved in a house fire that her step that her father started. She caught fire, ran, where she ultimately perished in the tunnel. Uh, another one, same deal. She was trying to leave. The father caught her, lit her, set her on fire in the tunnel. Um. So. The, the story is is that at midnight at roughly in the middle of the night if you were to go in there light a match or set a you know spark a blaze mm-hmm. the uh the fire would go out and you hear a lar- a high pitch whelm like a high pitch sque- scream Jeez. and like you'd see like a figure right in your face oh wow yeah <laughs> no thank you now when we went it was daytime. Mm-hmm. I could do scary stuff. But 
night uh, not a not a night no i can do on ghost walks let me have other people so i can if i if i need to get away i'm gonna trip someone up so i can keep running yeah i don't want to be the person because between jacqueline and, my, and myself i guarantee i'm gonna be the slower one mm-hmm. i hold a little bit more weight than she does <laughs> so <laughs> i know if i get into the you know if something like that happens i can't who's gonna trip who first and there's a yeah. lot of people find another slow person push them down i can keep going right it's a win-win <laughs> but yeah no it was actually pretty cool but the weird part about it was though it was it was calm wind outside yeah i walked in about 10 feet holy crap this wind Whew. It was it was it was some weird. That would be really creepy. It you know what next time like I said you want to do a ghost walk. Right? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> we gotta plan one. Mm-hmm. We'll go when it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And I'll sh- we'll go show you the screaming tunnel. And so you can see what we're talking about. Because that was such an eerie feeling. Jacqueline couldn't yeah. force herself to walk further. Then Jacqueline, like, she's like sensitive to that kind of stuff. Like, she feels it. Oh so. yeah, trust me. There's times I I laugh at her sometimes. <laughs> like we've told you about the fog going down by the the fort, right? Yeah. So story goes is Jacqueline go Jacqueline seen fog crossing the road down by Fort George. She goes, John, slow down. It's foggy. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's not foggy. And I was, me being the asshole I am, I actually leaned over to the passenger side of the car. And I'm like, nope, your, your side of the window's clear. We're, it's, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm i a bit of a dick sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it, it was, it, it's, it is a really cool feeling. There's another tunnel, but like, we, it's harder to access. Right. Um, and it's called the Blue Ghost Tunnel. Now that one's pretty cool, but the problem is it's like I said, it's hard to get to there. Different roads and, and it's behind the GM plant that's over there. So it's a little harder to get over there, right? Um yeah. two trains collided in that one, and a lot of workers died while that tunnel was being built. Mm-hmm. So, like if you were to look inside at nighttime or whatever, you would see blue speckles just floating. So they 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 the story is that those are the people who perished in were working on it or in the train accident right so it's pretty like it's pretty cool yeah um i don't know i I like all that stuff but i I don't think i could talk about it i think i could just be a producer on it so who knows maybe we'll (laughs) maybe we'll just start another podcast i don't know because our our hands aren't already full but like (laughs) we can pull it off I just need I just need I just need to 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 invest more money to hopefully make more money so I can do this full time. That'd be so cool. And then that's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Um I let's get back on the racing subject here before we continue going on to the <laughs> onto the spookiness. Uh Megan, where will the will they find you at Flamborough Speedway this coming weekend? 
May 6th, May 5th, whatever, May 6th. More than likely. Not with a car, but I'll be there. It's support. Exactly. <laughs> um, That's my possible plan. Don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, my plan will be announced Thursday or Friday, probably. I'm sitting down this week trying to figure out what. Like I said, I got two options. We'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about it after, and I'll tell you what I'm what I mean. Um, other than that, guys, I think I think that's going to do it for us this week for episode ninety four of the True North Racing Podcast. We want to thank all of our uh everyone who supports us from you from you the listeners to our to our supporters. Uh, you know we got Georgetown Printing, we got Vision Twenty Studios, we have tailored to you media we got lift the visor we got driver cow we got um spot uh, claude Haggerty sponsors sponsor guru uh andrea ballaston uh financial assistance um i feel like i'm missing someone graphic designs <laughs> graphic design <laughs> she's like number one on the list too like <laughs> oh my god uh and you know what i'm gonna add jay wilds of wilds printing jason wilds of wilds printing to that list as well um he did our stickers again for or he did our stickers for this year so uh if you need a joe media sticker if you are one of our drivers i'll be contacting you this week to mail out your stickers no i'm not mailing you yours megan i'll see you on i'll see you soon (laughs) enough you can get yours then Um, yeah we might still have some left over you might sell some leftover. Yeah, because I think my mom bought a bunch last year, and then your, dad, your dad bought four. Okay, so we should have two left. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Regardless, you guys still need others for the other cars. Yeah, we need six. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I gotta send some. So if you if you would like to buy a sticker, let me know. I'll see what quantity we have left over once I ship all ours out. Uh. If you would like a Joe Media sticker to help support the show and the program, uh, contact me and uh, I will get you out a sticker. I think I might sell, I'll sell them for five bucks. The biggest ones we got, they'll be five dollars each. Um, Three dollars for our smaller ones, if I have any left over of those ones. But uh, yeah, contact us today if you guys would like a Joe Media sticker. Help support the show. Uh, I You probably haven't seen it. But uh, while I'm waiting for Joe Media shirts to come in, there is another place you can get Joe Media t-shirts. Hmm. They are up now on the Epic Racewear website. Okay. So if you do not want to wait any longer for our Joe Media t-shirts to come on in, uh, you guys can head over to epicracewear.ca. Uh, we will we have the link somewhere. I'll probably put it up on the website here this week, and it'll be down in the description on Facebook and or uh, on YouTube, uh, pick yourself up a Joe Media t-shirt. Help support the show. Uh, I'm probably going to put an order in to grab some of those t-shirts. I got to get another order in with someone else. There's a lot of orders I need to put in right now. <laughs> uh, but we're going to get some t-shirts soon. I'm sorry for everyone who's waiting. I know you guys have all been patient. Just trying to get final numbers and stuff ready uh, to be able to put in an order. Um other than that, I think that's it for us this week. What do you say, Megan? 
I think so. All right. Uh, why don't you take it away for us then? Let's send us home. Oh boy, it's been a while. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for listening to the True North Racing podcast. You can stay up to date with everything Jomo Media and True North Racing podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Are you and on our Twitter? website? And the website. We're on Twitter. I just don't use but, it. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. <laughs> There's a lot of people that still do. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I just can't get everything I need to said mm-hmm. into it. So, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry we'll to cut up. you off there. <laughs> you can stay up to date. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe for all of our latest content. For John Morrison, I'm Megan Mitchell, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See y'all. The car's zooming by, ayy. True North Racing, let's go.